What is up, guys? And welcome back to the Chillin' with Dylan podcast. You're chilling with your host, Dylan, today. And uh, right now, I'm just chilling in a Planet Fitness parking lot. Uh, probably about to hit up the shower after this. And uh, then I'm off to have some dinner with my family. Uh, it's been a pretty good day. I worked and got out pretty not pretty early but like I got out after eight hours instead of ten which is nice um but yeah I guess in in this episode I I don't really know what I want to call it but I'm just gonna talk I guess um but one of the first things that I want to share is uh well actually I'll, I'll share something else um I manifested a longboard, uh, which was fucking cool. Uh, so basically, I, I will share the process, which, you know, it's the same for every single manifestation, but, you know, I, I just feel that sharing my successes with this is uh, beneficial, I guess, because, uh, you know, I can give you kind of like a story of how this works and maybe that will you know help boost your your confidence in yourself uh in your own manifesting abilities uh but anyway basically what I did on Friday last week I you know I've been wanting a longboard and I was like oh why don't I just apply this principle and then I'll have one um and so basically what I did is I just kind of sat down for a second and I just imagined myself to be riding a longboard uh, I felt the wind on me and I I could hear the tires rolling and I could uh I could feel the the board moving under me and uh that was it I just did that and I just knew that um you know there's this this law in the universe of an identical harvest which basically you know an apple tree will only produce apples an orange tree will only produce oranges a grapevine will only produce grapes uh and so a mental experience can only bring forth something after its kind uh and you know this is true of all animals and plants and everything in this in this universe you know um there's this law of identical harvest and so I knew that as soon as I I felt satisfied with that uh that imaginal act I knew that things were beginning to uh the world was beginning to shape itself to conform to that I am statement which was I am riding a longboard I am in possession of a longboard uh and so basically it played out like this uh on sunday i went to uh my ex-girlfriend's baby shower no it's not my baby um but you know we're still really good friends and i i was like yeah i'll show up to this uh and it was awesome baby shower awesome fun time uh and her brother-in-law her sister's husband uh he we got into talking about skateboarding and all that and um eventually he was like hey man uh come come over to my place after this i got something for you 
Uh, and, you know, this was after we were talking about skateboarding, so I didn't really, I didn't know what he was trying to get at. Maybe he just wanted to hang out, whatever. Um, you know, I didn't expect anything, really. I didn't set expectations to this. Um, and then I pull up to his house, and he's just standing there in the driveway with a longboard, just for me. Uh, and it's in really good condition, pretty much brand new, and that night, I fulfilled my, my imagination fulfilled itself. I did what I was doing in imagination on Friday. Um, and so, you know, this is just another, another basic example of this law in action. Uh, and you know, the, it's the same principle, same, same process for everything, you know, pretty much just imagine yourself to be what you want to be and believe it, believe that it will come to pass and it will, uh, basically treat that imaginal act as though it was the real thing. Cause it is, it really is, you know, when you really think about it, um, you know, what we call real uh, and what we call imagination, you know, they're both the same thing. They're experience. Uh, and you cannot experience something that does not exist. You know, that's just a, a silly thought, you know. How can you experience something in your imagination and feel it and see it and hear it and smell it and taste it and not call that reality? Uh, to me, that's just foolish now. Um, and so, yeah, I've been cruising it up on that longboard, uh, manifesting a bunch of free drinks, free food, uh, gas money, everything, dude, like, I pretty much, when I want something, I just know that I already have it in my imagination, and that imagination creates reality, um, but anyway, something else I wanted to share with you that's, uh, kind of, you know, not, it's not really on the topic of manifestation, but it, uh, it was very spiritual to me. Um, so yesterday I got out of work and I was like, ah, I'm going to, I'm going to meditate for like 45 minutes. And I was meditating, uh, had a really good session and I, I finished and I was like, ah, I could take a nap. And so I, I laid down instead of sitting up and, uh, I was laying there and I found myself in, I guess you would call a dream or vision, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it, it's kind of hazy, the complete details, but the, the part that really stuck out to me was, uh, I was in this room and there was this person in front of me. Uh, he looked kind he looked younger than, uh, younger than me. And then there was some guy in the background, and this this younger fellow was, uh, he was talking to me, and, you know, I kind of realized that this is a dream, or this is a medit or a vision, whatever you want to call it, uh, and I realized in that moment that this is all taking place within me. It looks so external, it looks so, so separate from me, uh, but this is only happening because I'm creating this. And I, I looked at this kid that was talking in front of me and I just knew that he was me. I knew that I was the one that was 
speaking through this form to myself. Um, and then the the guy in the background, he went through these like curtains and it sound it seemed like he fell down some stairs or something. Um, and you know I w- I was a bit startled. You know it was a very uh, not by the fact that he just fell down the stairs, but that I am making this real. I I am the only reason this event exists right now. Uh, and just knowing that I am that person in front of me and the person that fell down the stairs and the whole entire thing, it was, it's me. You know, I'm only, I'm seeing my mind. I'm seeing what I'm doing mentally. Um, and you know, this kind of, it, it awakened me almost. It was like a, a very deep realization and I, you know, I was startled, and then all of a sudden, I, it was pretty much as soon as the guy fell down the stairs, or whatever happened to him, I began to wake up, uh, and I, I started to feel like I wasn't in that body in the dream anymore, and then I started to feel like I was on my bed again, but it was weird, because it was almost like I, was descending into my body I was like like my spirit was was coming back into this body and I felt this oh I can't even describe it it was like a ecstasy it was literally just ecstasy uh so intense and and I started to wake up on the bed and I was trying to move my arms, but it it was hard. Like, I couldn't move. And I was, like, I was going, like, uh, uh, like, making stupid noises. And, uh, you know, a part of me was, like, holy fuck, did I just die or something? And then I woke up and I was, like, no. I, I resurrected this body. Uh, so when I when I laid myself down to sleep, I died to this body. I left my the thing that I call I was no longer present in this body that would be found on my bed. To me, that body was was a dead reality. It did not exist anymore. And I gave life to the version of me that was in that dream. I gave life to that body that was having those experiences and being in that place with those people. And then when I started to awaken, I died in that dream. I left that body and returned to this one on the bed. Uh, and, you know, it was very, very spiritual. Uh, you know, it, it says right there in the Bible, like, I am the resurrection and the life. Uh, so, you know, I'm finding it to be true, uh, what Neville, Neville Goddard speaks about in his lectures that, uh, you know, we are, the I am in you is the resurrecting power. It's what gives life. It is that life-giving spirit that we call God, that, that sustains all things. Uh, and you can see that in this, in this vision, in this dream, uh, you know, I since I was there, that whole that whole scene, that whole 
vision, that whole dream was alive and animated and made real to me. Uh, and then, you know, this this reality uh, of me laying down in my van, it was, it was a dead reality. It didn't exist anymore uh, at that moment. Like, it still existed, but I was not there. And so that, to me, was dead. Um, and it, it, again, it was very profound and spiritual. And I, you know, I definitely see dreams and visions as uh, the very depths of your being, you know, telling you, trying to communicate to you the truth, trying to communicate to you who you really are and what you really are. Uh, it's the imagination teaching you about itself um and you know if it's true you know if we go back to that that uh statement that consciousness is the only reality well anything that is true in consciousness then is it's just true um and so you know if it's true that in consciousness I am animating all people, which you can see this, you can see this, you know, if you imagine somebody talking to you in your mind, well, they, that person in your mind cannot move, cannot say anything that you do not allow. They can't, they can't even lift their finger without you making it so. Uh, you know, it, and if this is true in consciousness, well, then it has to be true here uh, in what we call physical, real life. Uh, to me, that this is no different than a dream. It's no different than a vision during meditation. It's no different than, you know, my imagination. It is one and the same. You know, when you really think about it... Um, you know, before I started doing this podcast, I had to set that in motion within me first. And I had to feel that it is real. And now it's being made real. Um, and so you can see that, you know, everything comes from the imagination. And, uh, you know, what I've realized is that it is true you know, I, I don't care what anybody says. I know it from experience that my imagination is God. And your imagination and everybody's imagination is God. Because, you know, to God all things are possible. Well, to my imagine, I can imagine anything. I can go within and, and see anything I want instantly. I can do anything. And what I'm realizing is that that innermost being is my truest self that is who I really am that that one that can do anything be anything have anything go anywhere talk to anybody at any time even dead people you know I I can do that and uh you know again you know if you imagine something well who's experiencing it I am well you can't say that you're just this this tiny little body made out of flesh and blood. Uh, you know, it, if that's what you really are, then what are these experiences that you have that no one else sees? You know, you experience those. When, when, when you 
imagine horrible, awful things, you say, I'm suffering. Well, what if your what if your physical body is, you know, you're you're just doing your normal thing, you know? That that body isn't suffering, but you are. It so, you know, you are this being within. And that being is God because again, all things are possible to God and the imagination, you know, nothing is impossible. You can do anything. Um and what I'm finding is that as if if you can just believe, you know, that say you imagine having a million dollars, if you can believe that that's you, if you can accept that as a part of you, well, then that's you. And in the not so distant future, that will be made real in your world if you keep accepting that and keep living, giving life to that reality. Um. But what I've come to understand about the imagination, a.k.a. God, um, I, I've come to realize that this, this presence, this imagination is loving. It loves you so much that it will give you anything, no matter what. And all you have to do is request it by, by feeling yourself to be something. That's it. All you have to do is accept what the imagination has to offer, which is, you know, can you think of anything that you cannot imagine? So, you know, this this imagination within you is, it's giving. It's very giving. It does not take away from you. Even, even when you think it is, it's giving you exactly what you're asking for. You know, if you imagine people stealing from you all the time, well, the imagination is giving you that. It's not taking anything. You're asking for these these mental scenes. These You're asking for these things in consciousness, and you're being given them immediately. Without You don't have to meet any requirements. There's no conditions attached, no strings attached to it. You, you want it in consciousness, and you have it immediately. You don't have to wait. You don't have to, you know, ask anybody or anything for it. It just gives it to you. And it doesn't it doesn't care what you ask for. It just gives. That's it. It just gives uh, whatever you feel yourself to be in that moment. Um, you know, it's always reflecting your consciousness of being. What you are aware of being in that moment is what you are receiving in imagination. And I tell you, when you receive it in imagination, you've actually received it. Because again, you are the being within imagination. The thing that you call I is that being that is doing the imagining. That is making the requests of imagination. That's you. And so whatever you experience in imagination, you are literally experiencing that. And you are receiving those things. Those things are being given to you. They're yours. And so, you know, if you're imagining horrible, awful things, you know, and your life sucks, well, that's literally what you're asking for. Even if you don't know it, you're asking for those things. You know, you can only have thoughts that you want to have. You know, you may say you don't want them, but you still keep thinking them. You don't make any effort to 
to change those things, which you can do. You know, even in the most depressed, awful situation, like I said, the imagination doesn't give a fuck. It'll give you whatever you want. You just have to accept it. Uh, and, you know, what I've realized as well is that this this imagination is very forgiving. It's very forgiving. Uh, like I said, you you could have just killed somebody and you can still ask for a happy a happy thing in your imagination. You know, it doesn't matter. This thing, it forgives you instantly. It doesn't hold anything against you. You do that. You hold things against yourself and say, I can't, I can't imagine these things because this, that, and the other. Well, you know, those are just excuses. Those are, that's your reasoning mind. Uh, you know, your reasoning mind is, is really, it's just useless, honestly. Uh, it really just limits you. Um, and so, you know, it's really comforting to know that, you know, this, this imagination, it goes with you everywhere. You cannot be somewhere without your imagination. It goes with you everywhere. And that, that's, uh, it says that in the Bible as well. I am with you always. I'm with you always. You know, your imagination it's with you always you know can you think you know you can't even think without it you can't do anything without it it's impossible um and so you know i like like i've said this this thing is very giving and very forgiving uh and it can do anything so you know you take god with you everywhere you go you and god are one and, uh, you know, it's very comforting when you know this. You know, anywhere you go, you can have love. And you don't need to ask anybody for it. You don't need to do anything for it. You can just have it. Have more. Have even more. You know, keep, just keep taking because the supply is infinite. You can't run out of imagination. It's infinite. Um, and so, you know, this, these realizations I've had, they're very calming, very relaxing, very, I guess, uplifting to know that no matter what, I'm loved. I just have to accept it. No matter what, I'm wealthy. I just have to accept it. No matter what, I'm taken care of. I just have to accept that. In consciousness, that's all I have to do. Uh, and, and, you know, what I've realized is that this imagination is unchanging. It doesn't, it's not going to switch up on you. Uh, it's not going to, you know, give you things that you don't want. Literally, it won't give you things you don't want. Because even the things you think you don't want, you want them. Because you still request them in consciousness. You call on them. You know, you, you let's say you have money problems or whatever well you can't control you can't control your outside circumstances but you can control what you're doing in imagination and so you know when you have those money problems you know really you're the only one keeping it alive you're the only one that's making that happen it's not it's not the gas prices it's not any president it's not any anything outside of you you know don't even look for an external cause because it doesn't exist 
It doesn't exist. The only cause of anything in your life is the imagination, and that's within. Um, and so, you know, if you if you have these money problems, you say, I don't want these money problems anymore. Yet you keep focusing on your money problems. You keep them alive in consciousness. You keep having them in consciousness. Well, you and that being in consciousness that is doing the imagining, you are one being. You're not separate from this being in imagination. It is you. And so you, uh, on this physical plane, will experience exactly what that one is experiencing. Uh, and, you know, so you, you can't really be mad. A after knowing this stuff, you can't blame anything except yourself. And you don't even have to blame yourself. Just take responsibility for what you've created. Uh, and, you know, it's, uh, you know, if you're in a really bad position right now, it may be very hard to accept that. You know, you don't want to say that you created this life for yourself, but you did. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a scary thing to do at first to, you know, accept all that and to take responsibility uh, just because, you know, most of us create a mess out of our life. And then, you know, you don't want to take responsibility for that. You don't want to believe that you actually did all that to yourself. But once you do, you can start to take responsibility for all the good things that happen as well. All of the amazing things that happen, you can take responsibility for that. And, you know, what I've realized is, like, there is nobody else that I would rather have you know, I, I don't want my life in the hands of anybody but myself, you know, because I know what I want. I know what I would like to experience. No, nobody else knows what's good for me. Nobody else knows what I want. Nobody, even if I tell you, you don't know exactly what I want, you know, because most of the time we think that we want, you know, a new car or a bunch of money or this and that and the other, but really we just want feelings. We want sensations. We want uh, new ways of thinking and perceiving reality. You know, those things aren't physical at all. They're things of the spirit. And you can't see spirit, um, but you can see what it does. Um, you know, like, if you look at me, you know, you see my body. That's not me. But what the body is doing is what I am doing. I am not this body. I'm the one moving and animating this body that is within the body but you can't see that you don't see me you see my body um and yeah i i guess it's just very it's very just you know realizing that you know anywhere you go you have god with you and you can have whatever you want at any given moment you know i don't have to if i want to let's say you know be on a yacht or something i don't have to you know go out of my way and find a a person with a yacht and the money to rent one or whatever I just close my eyes and start to construct a scene where I'm on a yacht. And I can make it just as real as anything I've ever experienced. And 
you know, is that not exactly what I want? You know, the the weird thing is, you know, I think that people just can't find that satisfaction with themselves. You know, they people think that the imagination is nothing. That it doesn't matter. That it's just this, this stupid thing in your head that won't shut up. But, you know, when you really think about it, if you can create a an experience where you can touch and feel and hear and smell and taste and, you know, do whatever, you know, what you really want is, is that exact experience. And you got it in consciousness, you know, and... Like, I I feel that we just don't value that as much as we should. That we have this ability to just dream the wildest dreams and live in them. Literally live in them. You know, give life to them. You know, every, every night that you go to sleep, you know, all of those things that you dream, those things have always existed because they only exist in consciousness. But once you enter them they're made real you know that dream only happens when the dreamer is in it uh and you know that's same case for this life here you know the this see so seemingly real uh life you know it if i was not in it this life would not exist if i was not in this body well then this dylan character would not have any life you know, this body doesn't have life in itself. It needs the I. It needs me. Uh, and I'm spirit, you know. Just just think of it. When I go to sleep at night, you know, I leave this body. You know, it may still breathe and, and all that stuff, but that's because I'm still somewhat aware of this body. Um you know like in my dream i'm i'm in this same exact body but i'm just doing something else with it that's a part of me uh but to me this body is dead but to you you know you know that i'm sleeping so you uh like like let's say let's say i i'm with somebody who's sleeping um you know, to me, well, since I'm there and I know that person is alive, you know, they're in my reality right now. So I give them life. And so to me, I'll still see their body as alive and breathing and their heart beating. But to them, you know, the real them, that body is dead. It doesn't exist. It's dead. They're not in it. And so they don't experience it. And so it does not exist to them. It's a dead reality. And then upon awakening, they animate this body again. You're like, you see what I'm saying there? Um, I mean, it's... To me, it's a very simple concept. It's very... It makes a lot of sense. Uh, especially when, you know, you can experience it like that. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's just very interesting, I I suppose. Uh, you know, what, what I've really, truly realized is, uh, 
you know, what I really want is, is feelings and experiences and, a, you know, feeling like, like I, I am something, you know, I want a, a feeling of being, I want those I am statements, um, and what I've realized is that, you know, those feelings are unconditional, you know, they are always there, you know, if I want love, well, I don't have to ask another person for it. I have it already. You know, and I can just give it to myself through my imagination. I can imagine the most lovely things. I can imagine being loved like a literal God. And, you know, to me, that's enough. I don't need another person to come and, and give me something because I can just give it to myself. You know, if I want peace, I don't have to search through the whole the whole world to find the right monk that'll teach me how to meditate no i just enter a state of peace it's there those those states of consciousness are always available i don't need to search for them i just need to feel them feel that i have peace feel that i have love feel that i'm wealthy feel that you know those things don't depend on anything but themselves for their own existence in, in, in reality, they don't depend on anything but you for their own existence. Uh, you know, let's say I want love. You know, love is a feeling. And love is, is unconditional. There are no conditions to love. It just is. Um, and so, you know, even, even if the world is like, you know, all up in my face telling me they hate me, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, I can still have love. I don't. It doesn't matter what they're doing. I can't control that. But I can control what I'm doing in my imagination. You know, am I going to let those people that are giving me what I don't want enter into my mind and start, you know, running the show? Or am I just going to do what I want anyway? I'm just going to do what I want anyway. If I want love and you're not giving it to me, well, I don't care. I don't need you. I don't need anything outside of my own wonderful imagination. Truly, I I don't and you don't either. Um, and what I've truly realized is, uh, you know, I personally, for a long time, I was seeking, you know, I, I, I felt like I needed a partner to feel love. But you see, that's just a condition that I placed upon love. But like I said, love is unconditional. It's freely given, you know. It's self-given, honestly. Everything in my life is really self-given. You know, I'm the one at the end of the day that accepts things or rejects them. Uh, and, you know, these thoughts of lovely things could come about, but... I can make up my own reason for why I shouldn't accept it right now. Um, but like I said, that love, it's there either way. You know, whether you, you want it to be or not, it, it's still there. But you can only receive that love by accepting it. Um, but anyway, you know, I felt that I needed somebody else to know what love is. I felt that I needed a partner to feel love or to experience love. 
Uh, but, you know, I don't. I really don't. You know, if I, say if I did have a little crush on somebody, well, I can just go in my imagination and have the most beautiful romantic date ever. And it doesn't matter, you know. I had the experience either way, so who cares what what that person is doing physically? It doesn't matter. You know, they're not giving me what I want, so why do I have to pay attention to it? When I can just pay attention to myself, who can give me everything I want. Uh, and, of course, you know, as you persist in these imaginal acts, or as you believe in them and believe that they'll come to pass, they will. They will. Just as day follows night, just as a, a tree comes out of a seed, you know, just as... It's the most natural thing ever, honestly, when you really think about it. You... We're always imagining ahead of our evidence we're always one one step ahead in our mind uh you know we're literally constantly predicting our future and and for we're uh constantly you know dictating what will happen next uh you know let's say again another simple example when i come home from work and I'm going to bed you know I'm thinking about my day ahead tomorrow and I see work there I see work tomorrow in my mind well you know what first of all what even you know what even tells me that tomorrow is coming I am what's even telling me that work will even exist tomorrow if tomorrow even happens, I am. What What is telling me, you know, how I'm going to get to work? I am. What's telling me about what I will most likely experience at, at work tomorrow? I am. You know, we're, we're constantly calling our future into being right now. We're constantly doing it. Always. Uh, you know, as we enter these states of consciousness and we believe in them, you know, they become a, a, a fixed, a fixed thing that will, will come to pass. Uh, you know, I fully believe that, oh, I'm going to work tomorrow. I fully believe that tomorrow will come. I fully believe that, you know, this, that, and the other will happen. And then they do. And it's the most natural thing ever. And, we think that, you know, there there's that one verse in the Bible that says, the fool says in his heart that there is no God. Well, who's saying there is no God? I am. Well, what's God's name? I am. You know, it, it's, it's just silly to me to think that, you know, there is no God when you're literally the one saying there is no God is God. You know, um... Uh, and I mean, even just something so simple. It says, it says in this Bible that uh, through him all things were made, and without him not a thing was made that was made. Well, uh, okay, if God is the only thing that can create things, uh, well then, who's speaking these words? I am. Okay, well, if God can 
if only God can create things and I'm creating these words, well, then I must be God. And you too. And every single person in the world, in the entire universe, every single person is God incarnate in human form. Um, you know, it's just, we, we've taken this, this book, uh, this Bible, and we've just fucked it all up, honestly. You know, it, it's not supposed to, it, it, it's not a historical book at all. It's talking about things that are happening right now. This book is the journey of, of the spirit through, through human experience. Uh, you know, it's, it's not about some dude that walked, walked on water 2,000 years ago. You know, that's, that's just silly. That's so silly to think that, you know. Um, again, I, I've talked about it before, but water, walking on water, that literally symbolizes, uh, you know, walking with your assumption, with, with your belief, you know, that, that's a perfect, a perfect, uh, parable for, for that. Uh, you know, he's walking on water. Well, He's believing that he's walking on water, and so he is in, in in that story. But again, you know that water represents our 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 consciousness, and you know Jesus is basically a symbol of of faith. You know the the faith we have. You know uh, I don't know how to explain it. It basically brings us. We walk uh, with our assumption in faith that it'll come to pass uh you know that's what it means but you know i think it's just it's just crazy how distorted and twisted you know when i was younger i fully i believed in an external god i believed that oh that you know i didn't really believe that you know that stuff happened you know because it's pretty you know you got to be pretty dumb to think that that happen like you know that that actually happened you know if it if that you know why why would that only happen once you know if if that's truly a thing uh you know again jesus is just a, a personified symbol of a certain state of consciousness of christ consciousness um so you know that that's how I see the Bible, and uh, when you see it that way, you realize that it is a factual book. It is not some fairy tale made up thing. It is legit, you know. Especially when it says God's name is I am. You know, when you say I am, you're declaring yourself to be something. Okay, well, right now, let's say I I start worrying that I'm uh, about money. You know, without without words, you know, when I feel poverty, you know, without words, I'm saying I am wealth or I am broke or I am in poverty, whatever. It, it, you know, that's calling that thing into being with the name of God. You're calling on God to create this this thing. Uh yeah, I I guess it's it's hard to explain, but you know, it's really simple at the same time. It's really just uh 
feel how you want to feel. You know, just literally imagine the life that you would like to experience. Treat your imagination as though it it's reality because it is. You know, the shoes I'm wearing right now, the these are literally just a a, a manifested vision from someone's mind. You know, the, the these shoes I'm wearing before the world saw them before it was considered a fact in this world, it only existed in imagination. And now it's real and it's a solid 3D reality. You know, these socks I'm wearing, same thing. The clothes I'm wearing, this phone I'm talking on, these headphones, my van, these stores, all these cars, all these roads, buildings, everything. It all exists in imagination. And you may say, oh, well, what about the trees and everything? Well, when I go somewhere and I know that there's going to be trees there, am I not imagining trees? Am I not imagining, you know, all the grass and all the sun and everything? You know, am I not imagining all that stuff before I see it? You tell me. Uh, you know, it's a, it's so liberating. It's so freeing. You know, I... I feel like I'm like a billion pounds lighter and that I'm walking on air, not even water, on air. I feel like I'm I'm just flying all day every day because I have everything I want. And how could I be upset if I have everything I want and I'm fulfilled within? Um and you know, it's it's just beautiful, really. Uh and one thing that I've I've realized is, like in my last podcast episode, you know, everything is literally happening for me. In my life, it's all, it's, you know, it's for me. Nobody else. You know, you and I can have, go to like the same concert or something, but have completely different experiences. You know, we'll notice different things. You know, all those things are what we're we're manifesting based on who and what we believe we are. And so, you know, something I've noticed a lot lately is, you know, people love me. I can't, I'm not even afraid to admit it. People love me. You know, when when I meet people, they just love me, honestly. And it's because I love myself. That's literally the only reason. Because I give myself love. And we're all one. And so... Everybody in my life does what I do to myself. You know, they don't act on their own towards me. You know, they may feel that way. I I feel like I make my own decisions on how to act towards other people. But, you know, maybe I'm moving under compulsion to act in a certain way according to how what someone gives to themselves in imagination, you know. Uh... But to me, it's it's a choice I made on my own. And it's because we're all one. The decisions I make about my life are the decisions that everybody else is making about, about my life too. Because we're all one. The decisions you make about your life are the decisions I will make about your life. You know, maybe not me as Dylan, but, you know, maybe some other guy... Uh, 
you know, it, it it's hard to explain, but we're we're all one. What you do is what the rest of the world does. Uh, it's a game of follow the leader. You're looking into a mirror, honestly. Um, so you know, stop trying to change people. Stop trying to change things. Stop trying to change anything but your yourself. How do you feel? How how do I see things? And what do I want? What do I think about this person? What do I want to think about this person? Make it all about you because that's that's what it's about. Your life is only about you. Nobody else. You know, all the people in it, they're just you. The whole thing is you. Uh, and that leads me to something else that's, that was pretty interesting. Uh, you know, I... I realize that we all exist for each other, literally. Um, you know, if you if you look closely in your imagination, again, always turn to consciousness because consciousness is the only reality. And if I look in consciousness, uh, you know, I within me I contain all people. And you know, if I am that consciousness, well, then I am one made out of many you know all these people they're a part of me they are literally me and if you look in your mind and you find me in there well then i exist within you as a part of you i am you and you are me uh and there there is no other here we're all one we are all one in the same. All, our true name is I am. All, every single one of us. You know, there is no no difference there at all. We're all that one sense of awareness. Uh, and you can kind of think of it as, uh, like, let's say you go to the ocean. You know, take one drop out. You know, that, that one drop is the entire ocean just on a smaller scale you know it's made up of the exact same substance there is no difference if you put that drop back in the ocean you can't find that drop you can't distinguish it from the rest of, of the water uh, and so you know that's how we are we're all one I am but we're kind of just drops out of that I am ocean and so you know what what you can do I can do what you can have, I can have. What you have, I do have. You know, uh, what you do, I do. You know, it, it, it's it's very interesting. And this, this stuff just makes life simple, dude. It makes it fun and interesting. And every day it's just you learn. You learn so much. And, you know, what I've realized through understanding the fact you know fact you know it's not a theory it's a a fact that everything in my life is happening for me you know what i've really realized about like through that you know i've accepted that even even the most awful wicked things are happening for me okay why why are they happening for me how how am i making this happen um, and then, you know, you can go within and, you know, when, when you stop being 
you know, let's say someone is annoying me or whatever, and I blame them for me being annoyed, you know, then I'm never, I'm never going to get rid of that problem because I'm thinking of an external cause for something happening in my life. Uh, but if I look within, you know, I can find out, okay, this person is annoying me. Well, what does that say about me? It says that I am annoyed. Uh, okay, well, if I don't want to be annoyed, then I just simply have to enter into a state of peace. Okay, well, if I was in a state of peace, how would this person be react or how would this person be acting according to me when I'm around if I was in peace and I was undisturbed okay they would just be minding their own business okay see them that way then and then it'll just change it'll shift just like that and you didn't have to change anything but yourself you didn't have to tell the other person to shut up you don't have to tell the other person to do anything you don't have to reach out for anything you just do it within and give it to yourself and in some strange way it just all conforms the world the world responds to your i am uh and it's lovely it's beautiful you know the what i'm finding is that this this world of creation you know it's it's my best friend you know this this universe is 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 one of my best it's my best friend literally it does everything for me i i just get to enjoy what i've created really and you you can too we all can because we're all the same the exact same you know we're individualized we 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 are individualized expressions of the one the one i am but at the end of the day, we're all one. Uh, and it's beautiful. It is so beautiful. Uh, you know, when I when I can see myself in everyone, you know, it makes the world feel less hostile. It makes the world feel safer. It makes it feel as if, literally, I'm the only one here and... It's just me and God. And I can't even say me and God. It's just I am. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to get this episode cut off here. Uh, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, you know, I I know that, I don't know, this podcast is doing good in, in my eyes. You know, I really feel that I'm improving uh, you know, kind of flowing and putting these, these seemingly complex ideas into pretty, to me at least, it's pretty understandable. Uh, and I, you know, I try to simplify it as much as possible because I know that it is a lot to grasp, you know, to, to realize that life is nothing like what you thought it was. Um, you know, it's, it, it's very, it's it's hard to you know let these things pass your your former beliefs but i promise you if you take what i say seriously and you, you at least contemplate on it you know those those seeds those thought seeds will start to blossom within you and uh it's beautiful it is so fucking beautiful dude uh 
but anyway uh you know i still got the the reddit page r slash conscious creation club i got my tiktok uh silly dilly 64 i've got my uh facebook dylan denio instagram dylan denio snapchat dilly d6423 um yeah if if there's any questions comments concerns whatever or you want to share some of your experiences go ahead i am open to all of it uh but uh, until next time i hope you all have a good ass time and uh peace